Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey friends, so we've had a couple of chats the past couple weeks and uh, they've been maybe a little bit more fun, a little more lighthearted. We've had the Mr. Feller pop in here and we've talked about, gosh, loving your adoptive kids and, you know, building businesses that we love that are true to ourselves. But I want to kind of get back to one of our really real chats. And this one's really driven by the conversations we've had in the DMs and the conversations we have in the comments. If you follow me over at Instagram at Nicole Walters, you know, my DMs are open and I do my best to get back to everyone. And the thing that I get a lot and that I've heard a lot ever since I announced and shared, you know, gosh, many years ago that I'm going through the divorce process was that. Several of you were considering it, thinking about it, have gone through it, have already filed or were in the process real time with me. And, you know, that's led to some very interesting conversations, you know, about mostly the emotional stuff, because everyone's situation is always different, but mostly around like how it feels and sort of do I do this? Do I not? And, you know, I never try to say that I'm a therapist or that I have answers and you all know how much I love therapy and prayer and using your resources. But what I wanted to address today is more vulnerable. And I want to go back to sort of before the divorce formalization process, just kind of where I was in that what is happening stage, you know, and am I really getting divorced? And the biggest thing that I was afraid of that was making me drag my feet when it came into stepping into what I knew I needed and wanted. And I think a lot of you can maybe realize this, you know, or relate to it where you know that there's something better on the other side. You know that you need a fresh start. You know you need to start over, whether it's in a career, in your marriage, in a friendship, you know that you need a fresh start. And what's scary is thinking of everything you're going to leave behind or worse, if it doesn't work out, everything you've lost. I can feel myself getting choked up. And 
The reason why is because loss is difficult no matter what. That is the grief part of divorce that I think not too many people understand. And the reason they don't understand it is because divorce feels, and I think our society paints it as being a selfish or self-centered driven thing because here you are part of a union and then sharing that you desire to no longer be a part of it. And usually the reason is because you need something different or something occurred that wasn't in alignment with what you wanted. And boy, is that so different from the partnership concept that is what marriage is supposed to be. But I have to say, and I, and I've said this, you know, before, maybe not in our conversations, but maybe with friends, but I want you to hear it too. There's no one on this planet that gets divorced because they want to, because you wouldn't have just got, you wouldn't have gotten married to begin with, right? And there's no one that goes through a divorce and leaves things behind for less, or at least, you know, maybe in a material sense less, you know, if it isn't worth leaving behind. And I think that is the part that is very sobering. And it's something that really opens up my heart to women, you know, and men, you know, but anyone going through this process, knowing that if you're willing to like pack up a couple suitcases and go, there must be a really good reason why, (laughs) because nobody would do that unless they felt that the things in front of them outweighed what was behind them. And that's what I want to talk about because it takes a while to get there. I can't tell you, everyone I've talked to or anyone who's spoken to me that is considering divorce or in a difficult spot often says, but, you know, I'd be broke or I won't have anything or what if I'm not able to see my children or what about my home? Or I mean, I've and I I won't even pretend like it's other people. I'll say myself, you know, I was like, what about my you know, air fryer. What about my garden? What about my closet that I love? Or I just redid, I, you know, I have a a person that was in my life as a client who, you know, was like, I just redid my kitchen. You know, I I put all this money and effort and I I love my kitchen. It's my dream kitchen. I can't leave, you know, I can't move on to the next thing. And when we're not ready, we'll find a million reasons why we have to stay. And in my book, you know, nothing is missing, which, you know, I'm grateful because I know how transformative this will literally take you into some of these conversations. This book will be that fresh start manual that will let you know there isn't any fresh start from starting a new business to battling a stage four cancer that you can't take on um, if you approach it the right way. You know, in this book, I talk about having to let go of what I wanted things to be and right down to surrendering material things in order to step into what I knew I needed and deserved. And that's what I wanted to dive into here in a more personal way, you know, and you know how I am. Some things are better meant for conversations than they are for captions. And what I'm talking about is the idea that sometimes you have to leave it all behind in order to actually receive what is yours and what you deserve. And I take this back to gardening. So if you follow me on Instagram and you've kind of kept up with me during the pandemic and the years prior, you know that I am a 
farmer girl. I love to grow fruits and veggies. Now, I'm, I can't keep a plant alive to save my life. Make no mistake, if you come to my house, it is a series of plastic plants because I cannot keep them alive. There is something very rewarding to me about knowing that what I'm growing is going to feed me that gets a different level of commitment from me. But that said, because I love to get into the garden and grow everything from tomatoes to sweet potatoes to corn and watermelon and cantaloupes, I mean, I've shared that journey. If, honestly, if you go on uh, Instagram, I have an entire highlight dedicated if you want to keep up with my gardens of the past. But, you know, it just gives me so much joy to get out and work in the soil. And I w- and gardening is such a metaphor for so many things about our life, you know, being patient and putting things under the soil and hoping and praying that you did all the right work, but that God's going to throw in that sprinkling of, you know, luck and blessing. So you'll get the results and being patient, waiting to harvest and knowing things can go wrong. Like there's just so many things that I, you know, my motivational brain takes away from the the act of gardening. But I've looked at it in a different way, particularly since moving to California and not having a garden for a little while, because frankly, while going through divorce, I just didn't have the energy to get up and to be responsible for growing anything but myself. And one of the things that happens when you're gardening, I think that really stands out and is similar to if you're in a job that isn't fulfilling, or if you are in a friendship that doesn't feel meaningful, or if you're in a marriage, you know, that isn't uh, fruitful, is that when you're starting a garden and you notice that you have an infestation, and this is the hardest part of being a gardener, you get to a point where you've planted things and you're kind of waiting for the fruit to really burst. And each thing kind of takes its own time. And, you know, if you did everything right and there's enough sun and everything's been put just so, kind of like building a family or building a business, you've spent so long and you're kind of waiting towards that big career point or that big, you know, marriage point where we're going to have the kid or move to the house or whatever. And you're starting to really hope that you'll harvest the fruits of years of work. So it's the same thing that happens in your garden. You're like waiting to really see that big bounty come because once the bounty comes, you know, just like any place in your life, if you did that hard work, you really can't keep your garden from giving you fruit. It almost like gets to this point where you can't pick it fast enough, you know, and it just, it's, and it's hardier and it's stronger because it's used to producing. So it just keeps coming. And that is like, I think the goal of most of us in our life, we want to get to a place where all of our hard work continues to pay us back because we did the hard work and now we just get to enjoy the fruits of our labor. So You know, in a garden, it works the same way, but it's also during that delicate season when you're watching your garden waiting for the fruit that if infestation gets in and that can be through mold or fungus or pest, you know, bugs, ants, you know, any type of disease, not only will it affect a single plant that you have spent so much time nurturing, because usually it starts in one area, but it will affect your entire garden and Much like any relationship in your life, there are things you can do, you know, in advance to try to protect your your world from being infested with anything. But ultimately, if one thing gets in there and you miss it because you aren't constantly keeping eyes on it, it will grow and it will spread and it will affect all areas. Friends, you know that I am always on the go and with the speaking engagements and the book tour. Gosh, I'm going to be in and out of hotels. And it matters so much to me that I am moving my body, eating well, and sleeping well. And with over 200 destinations around the world, Westin Hotels makes it possible 
for me to keep up my wellness routine while I'm traveling. So here's how I do it. I know that this sounds like a leap, but gosh, Weston has it figured out. So with Weston, I can work out the way that I want with a variety of fitness options to keep me going. So they've got top tier state of the art equipment in their Weston workout fitness studios. And they also have different groups that are run by the Weston's Run Concierge. It's a running guide who can help you explore local areas by going on a quick jog. But if you're like me, you want to do your own thing in your guest room. So they've got workout and recovery gear available on demand through Weston's gear lending program. Now, In between all of that, I got to admit, I'm eating a lot of room service, but that's okay at Weston because they have an eat well menu. It's designed with foods that make sure that you meet your nutritional needs. And my favorite part of it is I can choose what's right for me based on a desired portion size and nutritional balance. That is such a big deal when you're on the road and you can't get a home cooked meal, but they've got top chefs that are crafting dishes with my well-being in mind. And lastly, when it's time for me to rest my head on that pillow, I know I'm going to sleep well. I can recharge my body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. That thing is like a cloud. I got to tell you that at Weston Hotels, there are amenities and offerings that are aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. I want you to find wellness on your next day at Weston. Weston Hotels and Resorts is a part of Marriott Bonvoy, an extraordinary portfolio of hotel brands and an award-winning travel program. Friends, you know when you have kiddos, every dollar matters. We are fully in back-to-school season, and I got to tell you, between the law school supplies, paying for after-school activities, and all the dang snacks, every dollar matters matters. And you know what has helped me save more than ever before? Rocket Money. Now, let me tell you more about what that is. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Let me tell you how this matters. So most people think they're probably spending a couple bucks on their subscriptions. I'm gonna be honest, like $1.99 here, $9.99 here. I mean, everything is a subscription now. If I wanna read an extra article somewhere, I'm paying for it. And I gotta tell you, you sign up for so many things, five or six streaming services just to watch one show or a free trial, but they kept on billing you. It's so easy to lose track of what you're paying for. But the only way to fix this problem, or at least the only way you used to be able to fix this, was to print out all your statements, go through them line by line, make a million phone calls. I don't know about you, friend. I need my money, but I don't have time for all that. The average person is spending close to $200 in extra money on their subscriptions. And with over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. Y'all, that's major money. I mean, heck, that's a grocery bill right now. (laughs) What Rocket Money lets you do is you can monitor all your expenses in one place. And then they recommend custom budgets based on your past spending. And they'll send you notifications when you reach your spending limits. They can also help you with this cancellation. So you don't even have to do it. It's all easy with the press of a button. No hold times, no annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Nicole. That's rocketmoney.com 
slash Nicole. Rocketmoney.com slash Nicole. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The solution to that, much like a marriage or relationship or a business, typically, and you'll hear me say this as a consultant is, you know, go through and try to manage the problem. Cut out what doesn't work. Make changes in your garden. Try new products. Put in extra effort. Pay attention night and day. Maybe isolate. If it gets really, really bad, pull out that singular weed, you know, get that thing out so that that way it doesn't spread, you know. I mean, there are things you can do to try to treat and treat and treat to minimize the impact and hopefully save most of it and just benefit some fruit, get some fruit. Because if you can get some fruit, you actually will make it to the point where you probably will still have a pretty bountiful, you know, harvest season. So if you're stay with me here, if you're still, if you're still understanding the metaphor, but it is interesting because in life, you know, how many of us spend years in that space in our marriage or in our business? It's, oh, maybe if I apply for a different job or maybe if we see one more counselor or maybe if we, you know, move houses or have another baby or, you know, this changes in our finances or whatever. If I just make this tweak, it'll treat these various areas and then eventually we'll make it to harvest season. But I have to tell you, there's another thing that farmers never talk about. And there's another thing that is absolutely a technique, you know, that will make sure that you get bounty but it's so wildly unpleasant and actually the brain has a hard time processing it that we don't talk about it enough, but sometimes it's the only solution. And in gardening, if for some reason your infestation is too widespread, if you have done everything you can to kind of isolate it, treat it, keep it to one area, but it has taken over all aspects of your life, your garden, everywhere else, the only solution to make sure you will grow again is to tear the whole thing down. You have to pull up the entire garden. You need to pull things up by their roots. You have to turn over the soil. You have to treat the entire area. There can be nothing left. And you have to do all of this to get it back to where it needs to be. And then get this, you can't even plant right away. The soil actually has to sit there and lay. And you'll look at it and you'll say, my God, this is an abandoned piece of land. You know, this is soil that hasn't been used. It's overgrown. It could be fruitful, but what's happening? And it looks like nothing's going on, but it's actually restoring itself. It is getting its nutrients back. It is preparing itself for the future and it's healing. And all of this, if you plant too soon, If you rush to put back in the soil because you think it looks right again, uh, your crop will fail because there aren't enough nutrients in the soil. It's not fully healed. But if you wait just the right amount of time, you will have a better garden than you did the first time. 
because there's nothing left there to infect the soil again. So I say all of this to say that so often we look at people who've gone through breakups or challenges or job transitions or motherhood difficulties, and it's so easy to look at their loss or to look at the changes and say, my God, it looks so different than the way it was before. And I say this not just from what we've seen, but also what you may be going through, friend. You may be feeling like I cannot believe that it looks nothing like it did before. I cannot believe that my new world just does not feel like it has the bounty that it used to. I look like a barren field without any fruit. But if you're just in a season where you're soil is gathering nutrients, you are actually preparing yourself for the greatest harvest. And it's hard to believe, but what you're doing is the only way to assure that you will flourish. So one, as individuals, I always want to encourage us to grant people grace and also encourage them and, you know, nurture them because even a barren field still needs water and it still needs nutrients and it still needs to be treated and it still needs good sun and all of that. But, you know, you're it's not ready to give fruit just yet, you know, but it doesn't mean it's no good. And I encourage all of you that when you see people who are in these transition seasons to give them so much love because uh, soon they will harvest and you want to be there to taste the fruit too, but also because they deserve it. Nothing's wrong. It's just different. Nothing's missing. It's just different. And then if you're in this place yourself, I just want you to give yourself grace to recognize that it's appropriate, if not a natural a necessary order of events sometimes where if it is just too crazy, you got to quit the job. If it is just too crazy, you have to move on from the marriage. If the the sickness and the mindset and the the abuse or the, you know, whatever is just too deep, it's a drastic overhaul in order to start anew because you still deserve to taste the fruit. And the sooner you do it, the quicker you get to, you know, replanting season and to get to pick the goodness. So it's not easy, I think, some days for me to wake up, you know, in California, you know, with uh, a different husband and, you know, my babies are all grown. It feels like life happens so fast. Like, I mean, literally it's like whiplash. And I feel this in particular when some of you, thanks to the algorithm, come back around and you're like, wait a minute. I feel like I haven't seen your post in a while. And there is a new man. The the little one who's 11 looks 15. You know, <laughs> I remember when she had no teeth, you know, and Nicole's in California and like, what is happening? You know, and I, if you think it's whiplash for you, it's whip, you can only imagine what it's like for me. And I can tell you that it looks different, but it's so good. Like it's so good because everything I'm doing now is forward moving. Friend, I got to tell you, managing a business and managing a family, I mean, I try not to, but I always feel like I'm falling behind. I mean, there's so much manual work to do. Lord knows I got to keep an eye on the numbers and just having one place to look can feel like I'm pulling my teeth. If you can relate to this at all, I want to let you know it boils down to these three numbers, 36,000, 25, and 1. Now, 36,000, 
That is actually the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. Now 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down their cost. And of course, one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs. That's key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. You can manage your risk. You can get reliable forecast and you can improve your margins. It's again, it's everything you need in one place. And as a business owner, this is so helpful. It is truly when you are pressed for time, but you need to have effective and accurate solutions. Key that you have the right tools. And I got to tell you, NetSuite is doing an unprecedented offer to make sure that you're able to take advantage of this. Right now, you can download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist. Now, this is designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Nicole. That's netsuite.com slash Nicole to get your own KPI checklist. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I felt like in the past, like I was dying playing cleanup and trying to treat every corner and trying to preserve. And, you know, from the outside in, if you didn't look close, you know, you didn't see the infestation, you didn't see the bugs. It doesn't mean they weren't there. And it doesn't mean I wasn't, I was trying to hide them, you know, cause my garden was, there were parts of it that were flourishing and it was bright and green and it was fighting. It was fighting. But when I tell you the idea that I know that I have a healthy garden that I could even step away from, you know, for a couple of days and it'll still be just as good when I come back and that without a doubt, I'm going to have a harvest season that'll keep producing and I'll never have to tear up my soil again because I built it on, on a place that is solid. It's like, it's worth it. And I don't care if my garden's in California now and I can only grow certain crops, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's different, but gosh, it's so good. And, I just want to encourage all of you to know that we don't need to be afraid of different and 
you know, I talk about that in my book that the quote that I always say, and you've probably heard me say it before here, read it on Instagram, but everything is wrong, you know, about my life right now and everything about it. When I look at it, it's so wrong because it isn't according to anything I've planned. And it's so wrong because it doesn't follow any of the check marks. Any, I am not supposed to be a divorcee. Whenever I look at the box that I'm supposed to check, married, single, divorce, I should never be checking divorced, right? Like that's not something I ever accounted for for my life. I should not have a child across the country in college and one, you know, down the street in sober living and another one, you know, in my home in sixth grade. Like I, what is even, well, I mean, I'm glad she's there, but you know what I mean? I just like, she's so grown up. Like I, I should not be on my second marriage. You know, I should not be in Los Angeles. Like what am I even doing here? You know, like this, if I had a bingo card, none of these things were on them, you know, and yet here I am and everything is totally and completely wrong, but everything is so right. My God, I'm so grateful that I serve a God that gives me what I deserve and not what I want. Because if I said what I asked for and if I, or let me start over. If I got what I asked for, I absolutely would have been getting less than I deserved because I got what I asked for. Frankly, I used I had everything, you know, according to the book and it was not what I deserved and it was not what I needed. And it definitely wasn't what I wanted ultimately. And I just didn't even know what to ask for. And the life that I'm in now, holy cow, like it's not fancy. Although honestly, my life is more expensive now than it was back east you know, because of California, but it's a simple love it has ease. It has grace. I was telling my therapist this morning that my home is one where I can feel God's covering in the walls. And it's one that when people walk in, they're like, this place is peaceful. You know, not peaceful, like it's not loud, like we're, we're a fun, you know, game filled, silly bunch, but it's just peaceful. You feel at home there. You feel comfortable. And I, I never felt that before. I'm not going to lie. Like I loved my babies and my home was beautiful, but it wasn't peaceful. It was anxious. It was filled with stress. It was it just didn't have the level of joy consistently that it needed to. Um, it just required too much effort. And I have to say that with everything being wrong, I'm shocked that everything is right. But one thing that is true is that nothing is missing, that all my needs have always been met throughout this process. And I say that out loud to you, friend, if you are in a place of transition, career, motherhood, marriage, you won't lack anything. And I'm just letting that hang there for a minute because I know that that is ultimately some of the deepest fear around transition and change. What if I lose? You're not going to lack anything, partly because of who you are. If you look back, you know, history leaves clues. You might have been through a lot, but you're still here and you're here because you haven't lacked. And even if it's been difficult or you've had less, you somehow have always had enough. And above all else, the thing that I always tell people who are in transition, if you are a hard worker, if you are willing to show up, if you are a person who loves your babies and will fight to the death for them, none of that is ever on the negotiation table. None of that is ever something that anyone can take from you. If you have the ability to show up and do the work and do it consistently, 
you will always be okay. And the anxiety and fear and control that anyone tries to put into your world because they lack those things is not your truth. You do not have to absorb someone else's scarcity. You know how to do it. You know how to make it happen. Frankly, for a lot of us women who and men, you know, who are experiencing divorce or transition from oh, the workforce or, you know, change in friendships or motherhood. A lot of times the reason why we are making these changes is because we're just tired. We're tired of doing all the work, of doing all the effort, of being the point person. It's not even like we're leaving because we want to go to some beautiful existence where, you know, we're living this amazing life and all that. Like, you know, I look at my life now and I'm like, I'm just lucky that I fell into that. But I was just tired. I just, I was tired. (laughs) I needed a nap and I was tired and I was sick and I was ill. And I talk about that more in the book, you know, about where I was, my mental state, my physical state, you know, and having doctors look me in the face and say, if you continue to do what you're doing and you remain where you are, you will die, you know, and um, trying to get support around that and then having to make transitions. So I will say to you that, friend, if that's where you are right now, you know, you're tired because you did work. You're not tired because you did wrong. And if you did work, you know how to do it again, particularly after you have time to let your field lay and nurture and heal. And if you can take a couple things off your plate so you have that space and that breathing room, you'll be just fine. So, you know, we don't always have chats like this, but the truth is, and I'm learning more than ever before as I get older, that saying that we hear from our like aunties and our grandmas when we're younger, which is everyone's going through something. I know that this chat is going to meet you where you are today that whatever the thing is that in front of you that you are saying to yourself, there is a change or there's something more that I know I need to reach for. or There is a place that I'm in where I know I have to make some shifts, whether I'm too comfortable and I know I need to make moves so I can grow or I'm uncomfortable and I need to make changes so I can sustain. I'm telling you right now, you are capable of doing them, that you should not be afraid of a fresh start because everything you need, you have. Nothing is missing friend. So I'm grateful because from day one, you've been watching me go through my season where I've had to lay a little bit unplanted, but you also watch me replant and you're seeing me harvest now and I'm grateful and I know that you can do it too. So friend, let's get to work. Another great chat. I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.